Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Okay, thanks for joining iSmart Podcast. On the show today, we have Rodrigo Cerzadello. He is the founder of InstaFob, pretty phenomenal. Uh, he's an entrepreneur, technology evangelist. He's actually working with Hillman Group. If you don't know Hillman Group, they're pretty massive. They've been around since like the 60s. Um, they have a ton of companies, uh, really, really phenomenal companies that they're working with. Uh, and then, you know, what's great about InstaFob is they're essentially making uh, key fobs affordable. Uh, you can get an extra key fob. And we're going to go into exactly how he got into that business, uh, where he's from, all that good stuff. And you'll learn some pretty phenomenal things from a great entrepreneur. Rodrigo, how are you doing today? I'm good. Good. Thanks. Thanks for having me today, Tom. It's a pleasure yeah. to have you here. Yeah. Of course. Um, so, you know, we can go into InstaFob a little bit later. Uh, you know, you're doing some pretty cool work there uh, and you've had some major success, which is great. But where are you originally from, Rodrigo? I'm from Brazil, Brazil, Sao Paulo. Oh, I love it. Sao Paulo is amazing. Yeah. One of my, uh, my, one of my really, really great marketing friends, he was from uh, Sao Paulo as well. So it's really, really good. Uh, so did you, so you went to school there and then after you went to school there, you, you know, you do, how when did you when did you come to the U.S.? So I uh, I studied my whole life uh, in Brazil in Mackenzie University, mm-hmm. and I've studied uh, technology for four years there, and then after technology, I studied business administration as well, uh, and then I ended up coming to U.S. specifically to San Diego, straight for San Diego, let's say, uh, in two thousand eight. So I came here. Uh, basically to study uh, English for a month on UCSD and then nice. uh, I pretty much move on, move, move here. Was it always a dream to come to the U.S. or was it just like, uh, what was it? It was it was not a dream, but actually I, w- I never thought about moving out of Brazil, but I, I ended up getting married and then that's why I moved here. Uh, and that, that, that's funny how it all happened, but yeah. Got married. got married and the girl was American? The girl was actually the teacher. <laughs> the girl Obviously. was the teacher. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So, but well, got, well, good, got, well, good on you there. You know, we, we, we saw who was teaching who in that class. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's fast story. Got divorced, gonna get married again. So a whole new boy. Oh game, no! Did but... you get Did you get kicked out of the whole? Did you get kicked out of America <laughs> when you got divorced too? Was no, that... no, I didn't. Well, you got. Well, you just, you just, you just won the lottery. That's what happened. Like. Well, but just to make it clear, before anybody asks, like that was not for the green card. That actually really happened. <laughs> but uh, you know, but but it, it didn't work. But anyways. Uh, well, that's awesome. So essentially. You know, you came in, you got that green card through a great way. Uh, and then that whole situation happened, but you were already established. So that was 2008. When did you kind of start? What was your, when was your, when was your first business venture, you know, after like learning English and all that good jazz, like after 2008, you know, what was your first business venture? 
That's that's interesting. Well, my first, I always been uh, involved in technology ventures. So I'm a, I love create new ideas in specifically in markets that's not there yet, or there's like really few companies there. Um, Right after I moved to US, I uh, I still had a company in Brazil called Enafi for Web, which was like an invoice software uh, system that we would communicate with e-commerce websites and send the invoice to the Brazil uh, governments. So there's like this crazy law in Brazil. We need to like send the invoice back and forth to the government before we actually ship the product. So I had this company for 10 years in Brazil. And then after I moved to US, I still had that company in Brazil. Uh, I saw the need of creating something here in US because of course the currency, I cannot leave off Brazil currency uh, yeah. revenue because right. it's just crazy. It's like five to one. So I was not really, you know, even living in California in San Diego. So anyways, I created a new company here uh, right after I moved called uh, Brazuca Tickets. Uh, Brazuca Tickets was a website that it's the same idea as let's just uh, make a correlation with uh, Ticketmaster, but just for Brazilian events. So there was a website that uh, bands coming from Brazil would just perform here anywhere in America and they would just sell their tickets through my website. It was Brazuca Tickets. Brazuca, it, it means gringo. Brazilian gringo. So, gringo. Yeah. It's gringo tickets. It's a kind of gringo tickets, but for Brazilians. So <laughs> I had this company for uh, about two years. Uh, it was doing great, uh, but uh, I started having some issues with uh, pretty big issues with frauds in uh, Florida, uh, some, some huge events that was going there. And the problem that we have, not that the problem that we have, but like uh, whenever somebody buys a ticket online and they go to this event, uh, they can challenge and see. It, it, it's kind of like you can challenge your credit card and say like, this is not a purchase that I did. Mm -hmm. So I was having this a lot and people were just going to events. Anyways, that, that, that ended up like closing, but I learned a lot of that company. And then I started like moving on for other ventures here as well. Okay, fantastic. So that was so that was two years. When did you when did you leave that um, Brazuca tickets? So Brazuca tickets was the last event. It was like last year. It was yeah. yeah so how long were you working on Instafob? Because Instafob, you know, like it's a it's a great concept and it's it's grown pretty significantly. Is it been it is, is it just the first year, second year of Instafob? So so Instafob. I was like in between uh, Brazuca's tickets was kind of like losing traction. And then I accidentally started Instafob actually. That, that, that was interesting how it started because uh, I had a friend that my friend, she needed a key fob for, she was like an Airbnb uh, host. Mm -hmm. Airbnb, it's a market, it's a huge market that needs key fobs every time. Right. Right. So they have, uh, they, they, they rent a, a, a building, a, 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 a complex sometimes, a unit, and they need extra key fobs because people lose key fobs every time. So she needs some, some extra key fobs and I had no idea how to do it. She knew that I was tech savvy and she was like, can you help me? I knew there was some guy in Los Angeles that 
uh, knew how to do Kifab. He was it was actually a, a business there. I drove all the way up to Los Angeles. He made some three Kifabs in like less than five minutes, and he earned like eighty dollars. I was like, that's 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 the business that I want. <laughs> less than <laughs> five minutes, minutes eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah, less than five minutes, eighty dollars. It's like I, I want to learn how how to do this thing. So I basically, short story, I uh, saw the equipment that I was using. I bought the same equipment off the shelf that was on the internet, started studying how to do that. And that's how I started and stuff. Up. Love it. That's awesome. I mean, that's, yeah. so it was like, it was like, you know, Razuka tickets was just kind of, uh, there was, it wasn't enough profit. There's too many issues and you were, you know, you had the, the idea, look, okay, maybe I have to start something else. And then last year it was 2019 was a great year. It was a very, it was a, was it a fairly quick turnaround, like to get the machine to start everything and build the website? Like how long do you think it was for that whole startup, like initial startup phase? Well, uh, it's a good question. So I, I, the beginning of InstaFob, the name was another one. It was uh, Your Extra Fob. There was another company that I started as Your Extra Fob. And basically the concept was the, exactly the same concept as a lot of people around USA have, which it is, these guys, you pretty much send the key fob for them, for their address. They copy the key fob and they mail the key fob back with the copies. So that was the concept that I started, uh, your extra fob. Uh, so I was always thinking while I had the business, your extra fob, how could I, um, you know, make a little engine and try to multiply and make it like a, a easier way to grow, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was like, well, the only way that I can do that, it is if I get some partners that could use my machine. Uh, so I created the first version of uh, the, the, the Your Extra Fob product, and then I called Minute Key Fob Copy. That was my, 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 my second venture inside of the Instagram. Minute. <laughs> okay, I love it. Yeah, Minute Key Fob. So I created a little box. Uh, <laughs> I had a 3D machine in my, my house. So I made the 3D little case. I wrote down, uh, you know, a minute key fob. It was totally, totally like uh, a cousin's job. <laughs> As we say in Brazil, <laughs> like, no, like, so, so I, I made the machine and then uh, I started offering to Locksmith. Locksmith was the closest, um, uh, 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 sector that I thought I could have some traction with my products. Some if some people go and make some uh, uh, keys, they could just make a key fob as well, right? It's kind of like a little related. It's access points. Right. So I went to the first company here in San Diego. It's called uh, in Little Italy called BusyBees. Uh, amazing customer. Um, so this is what happened. Uh, I offered to them. The first time they say like, no, we don't have this demand. We have no idea even what it is. And just, you know, like uh, just, we have a lot of offers for other products that are interesting. We don't need that. Like, all right. So I knew that they had traction and they had like, you know, customers that could use that. So I came back second time, spoke with the same person and she was like, no, we don't need that. Same thing again. The owner is not here. And then hopefully they're not listening to this podcast, but this is what happened. <laughs> I started sending some emails requesting for key fobs. It's like, do you guys do key fobs? <laughs> 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 let's, 
Let's generate some traction here. Let's generate know... some traction here. <laughs> I love it. And then I had some friends just like doing the same thing. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be able to pay anything for this because I'm generating the traction, traction and it's not fair. But I believe in the product and I know they're going to work. So I generated some like little traction because it was the first customer. And then I came back there like a month ago, uh, a month after. And then I was like, listen, guys, even if you guys don't think there's a need for that, I will give this machine for you. And whatever you sell, we just pay 50 50. Is that, is that fair? And then they were like, yeah, we, we are having like some people asking for that lately. So, <laughs> like, oh, some people asking for that. Oh, really? Wow. That's, I didn't know. So, uh, and then I was, that's, that's how the, the whole thing started. And then I, I gave the product for them. And two hours after that, uh, because it was all connected to the clouds, I saw the sales starting to come in from that store. And I was, I'm, I'm a pretty emotional guy. And I was starting to cry because it was like, I knew that like, if I create an engine and a machine that works for one store, I have something there that the yeah. market doesn't have. Right. So I pretty much got the concept. They were really happy with the product. They still are. They're the most sales store uh, in Little Italy, San Diego. Um, they have they sell key fobs a lot, uh, and that that that's how I started the, the process. Love it. That's a that's a that's a great that's a great founder story. So, um, so this you said you made this machine out of a three D printer. It was a combination with three uh, D printing. It was uh, there is a software uh, inside that is proprietary uh, patent as well. Uh, and um, there is a Raspberry Pi for the tech savvies out there, and there are some other components. That's uh, so interesting. Well. Like it really shows you, like you, so you kind of invented this, you know, this copier, but you made it probably more compact and like easier and simplified. And then, did you have like a second or third version, or are you still doing the you know three D printer thing? Uh, well, right now, just moving forward, like three years. I, with human we totally reinvented the product so we, we the, the company just fast forward we it was acquired at the beginning of the year and uh we were like about eight months reworking on the gui of the the screen on the whole sensor and everything uh so it's it's a totally ball game right now yeah love it Awesome, dude. That's that's pretty amazing. And where are you guys at right now as far as like your your growth? You, you guys expanded off of like Busy Bee and you guys are in other companies where it's just working specifically with like um, locksmiths and people like that? So the locksmith was the first vertical that I, I always had. Um, but right now we are expanding to some other bigger retails with human group. Uh, we started to uh, lose. So Lowe's on Mission Valley already have our machine there. It's testing. It's doing great. They're scanning a lot of key fobs. Uh, so, and we have like about a thousand more stores for next year, next two years actually, but big retails that are going to use the, the system. Love it. That's awesome. So what did you, so that all started with Hillman Group. How did the transition go into Hillman Group? 
So Human Group, they have um, one of their companies that they own is called uh, MinuteKey. Uh, and MinuteKey, what they, what they have, it's pretty much, it's a kiosk that they cut keys, uh, which it, that they are inside of Lowe's, Home Depot, and, and other retail stores as well. Um, so they have a competitor uh, that, are that does the same thing, cut, it's a kiosk, cut keys as well, but they also have the sensor. So I went to the MinuteKey, uh, company and this was really uh, there was on their website a form that I feel like do you guys want to do a partnership <laughs> like a support system for uh, they 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 call back they were interested on the product on the partnership because uh, I offered them the idea of let's make your kiosk that cut keys and also a, let's put a sensor on the side and you guys can also make the key fobs. And I had the technology for that. So uh, I flew to Denver, uh, had a meeting with them. They liked, they loved the company, but there was my company was too small for them to partner up with and they acquired my company. And then they also hired me for me to work for them as a founder. So that's the, the awesome. short story. So that, that's what's helped you expand, you know, into these really massive opportunities like Lowe's and all sorts of stuff. I think that's pretty amazing because a lot of people, you know, they always wonder, well, how did this person end up getting into this huge, you know, like retail location or this and that. And a lot of times it's just through connecting with another person um, or connecting with another group uh, and then creating some kind of partnership like that. So, I mean, definitely it's, it gets emotional in the process because, you know, you, you, you came from a, 3d printer <laughs> and a scanner to you know now having a machining a machine that's like connected with one of the biggest you know key copying companies in the country i mean that's that's pretty phenomenal so you know you got to be proud of yourself for that one <laughs> yeah no definitely and especially because i've tried many times to contact these big retailers because i knew that like these are the ones that are gonna make the business grow right and yeah of course like I'm just Rodrigo, you're sending an email, you know, that nobody knows like what's really about. But when you are behind of a, like a, a bigger company like Human, you can you can have access for this bigger retailers for sure. Awesome. What's the future right now look like with Hillman Group? And is it just going getting in these retail stores and continue to expand into, you know, every large store or you guys have any additional products you guys are working on? We are. We have some additional product that we are working on it, and 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 we uh, parallel. That's a lot of things going on with this product. That uh, we have a lot of um, uh, a big roadmap uh, to insert the, the 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 system inside of this uh, big retail stores. And uh, one of the most key uh, 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 important features for this big retail stores uh, that I want also to to to, to talk about. It is the security of the process because when you talk about cloning key fob, it's a really sensitive um, uh, 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 information because sometimes, like you, you don't know the, the the full security. Like so, everybody can you know copy my key fob. Everybody gonna have access of my complex. How does actually exactly? Yeah, everyone work? is everyone's doing this now. I mean, I think there. I think the actual the days of having a metal key are really going away. You know, even all these new smart homes and everything—they're all touch 
or their, you know, their key fob or, you know, it's, it's like that. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very, very, cause I mean, and then you can get access to people's homes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And out of this new complex and uh, lofts, they are all going towards the, the, the key fob scenario. So just to clarify really short, how is our process? So you basically bring your key fob, the original key fob for any of the InstaFob partners, uh, Lowe's or Locksmith or any of them. With the original key fob, you can make into other uh, key fobs, uh, copies, but you can also do stickers. The sticker is pretty cool. It's that one that I was, was talking about. Yeah, super so cool. Yeah, you can, you can, instead of using your keychain, you can put a sticker on the back of your phone and just access the same apartment. There is a whole authentication process for this to happen as well. You need to use your cell phone number. You need to agree with some terms that you are the one legal user for that. And uh, you can also save your key fob on the cloud under your cell phone number. And then you can just uh, uh, copy after uh, at any point again without the original, just with your cell phone number. So there is a security, there is an authentication. If for somehow you lose your key fob uh, and, and the HOA cancels the original out of the copies, you're going to be canceled as well. So that's something that people also just wonder like, oh, what if? You know, I lose my copies. Uh, you just cancel the original. Out of the copies, you're gonna be canceled as well. So these are some of the questions that people have about the security. The person. Oh yeah, yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. Well, they just once they cancel the original, they can't. That that key fob doesn't work, and all the other copies don't work as well. Um, so I have, a, I have a question. You know about the whole security features when it comes to these kind of things. You know, we're you know we're gonna be using these kind of entries for just about every everything from our vehicles to houses to probably safes, um, any kind of security um, feature is probably going to be their key fob or the tech, the same, essentially the same technology that is in InstaFob. Uh, is, is there a way really to, to just like be able to take someone's uh, key fob information from their fob through your phone only, or maybe, you know, a simple device that you can buy online and then you can store that information and then, and then make a key fob without the person knowing, or can, like, can a person go to a door or a car or maybe their, their key fob is just on their table and you go to their house and, you know, someone's like trying to, you know, get access to that data. Um, is that a possibility? Yeah, there's this machines called sniffing machines, uh, that, Unfortunately, it is out there that people can, you know, uh, steal the information. Uh, key fob, it is something that people don't realize, but most of the key fobs in USA are low frequency key fobs, and low frequency key fobs are really have a really weak security. So you can pretty much, you know, like with a sniffer, this kind of machines, people can copy the fob on the go and pickpocketing, that's that's what they call, right? Unfortunately, that's how it is. So we also tell, we always tell for the customers to care about your key fob, to make sure that you, you, you know, you you secure in a way that people won't really, you know, uh, steal the information. Uh, the only way that like we are trying to secure our customers and that that's, that's kind of like the most important for us, it is, 
let's say, let's put it this way. You copy a key fob and you give the copy to a dog walker, let's say. And the dog walker gets the copy of the key fob and try to make the copy of the copy in some of the Insta fob locations, let's, let's just say. Um, we have our technology understand that if this is a copy and we don't allow copies of the key fobs that are already cloned. So we just copy key fobs from the original. So that's another layer of security that we try to put it out there. But, yeah, that's, that's but, a good that's a good piece there. Um, is there is there a way where you can put any kind of protective sleeve or anything else that you can do with the key fob to to ensure that people can't access the data? Yeah, the, there is a way that you can um, protect. It's um, people use more protection for the credit card actually. So there is like some credit cards. Um, wallets that you can just like put the credit card in the middle. Credit cards, it's, it's the most, it's more like sensitive information that people want to, you know, catch. Right. Uh, if if somebody steals your your key fob codes, people also needs to know where do you live to access and use that information. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I had a random number and I have no idea where this key fob goes. Yeah, to. you have a random number. Now you can try like a hundred buildings around. <laughs> some of them work yeah but but yeah like a credit card it's the most sensitive information that people have this this, this wallets to protect it yeah okay it makes a lot more sense um great so the last thing we want to talk about is like the pandemic and essentially you know what uh how, how either instafob has pivoted um or what's affected in it i mean 2019 sounds like you had a great great year going into hillman group and you guys are growing consistently um, through 2020, but how has how has this year been? Has it been a phenomenal year? Has it been a challenging year? How's it been? Um, as far as the human groups goes, we we are just starting with the uh, this big retail stores right now, so we haven't really seen much of a challenge for us. But on the Insta for business, for the older customers that we had from March, April, and June, like this three four months. Uh, three or four months, we had some some big drops on the the, the revenue because people weren't like just going to the box anymore. Yeah. No, the people weren't like. But but it's interesting because the this deficit that we had on this three four months, right after like about uh, August September, it came back really strong. People needed service. So, right. yeah, and uh, as far as the, the new product goes and launched uh, for, for those big retails, we are trying to really be careful with uh, the whole uh, COVID uh, spread. And there is a special process that we do on these big retail stores that just the user are the ones that are uh, moving the key fobs around to not, uh, you know, to, to, to be careful of the spread of the virus. Right. Okay, cool. So slight adjustments here and there. The first couple months, it was a little bit rough, but then it started to kind of, kind of pull through um, and, and grow. Is there is there a lot of employees with the business or, or no? Is it, it doesn't sound like there's many employees, right? Well, when it started, the Insta Fob was just myself. Uh, but uh, right after we started with, with, with Hillman, it, it was interesting because it was, was a huge change for me. Like all of a sudden I have this whole company of resources that I could use lawyers and, you know, to help me with the patent and here and there. And so, so right now there's a whole team working and supporting 
the the project, but it, it used to be just myself. And it's interesting that you touch this point because right when the CEO of Human introduced me to the company, the co- the, the acquisition wasn't finalized yet, so he needed to make it up like a name for whoever company they were being bringing on, and they describe it as like. That is this Houdini magician guy. They're coming to our company. He does everything. <laughs> and, and it's funny because right after the, the acquire like actually happened, everybody started calling me Houdini and nobody knew who was Rodrigo. Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> Good name. I mean, you see that yeah. on the next time on the, on the next podcast, you know, Houdini Cisadello. Houdini Cisadello. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, it sounds like a lot, a lot of growth here. Um, you know, and you've done a lot of phenomenal things. Uh, and I really hope that InstaFob continues to grow. I'm sure I'll see it in the Lowe's and Home Depot uh, and everything like that. Is there anything that you're looking for specifically uh, from people that are listening on the podcast, like any specific tech people or introductions to anything like that? Well, connections are always, you know, useful for any, uh, it goes both, both ways always. So if anybody wants to connect with me on LinkedIn and know more about the project, Rodrigo Cerzadelo on LinkedIn, I'll be there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I love to make new connections and understand other business and understand how I also can help and be a part of some, some way in other uh, channels. Yeah, definitely. And if you have any like kind of uh, something that would work maybe synonymously, you know, with uh, InstaFob, you know, as like a plus benefit, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. Do you have an email address um, that they can, they can reach you out? Absolutely. You know how much you love uh, email, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So it can be uh, InstaFob at InstaFob.com. Um, yeah, I could, I could. Uh, you guys could yeah reach back out guys i really appreciate it um cool well thanks so much rodrigo thanks for being on the show and we'll have to have you on um in 2021 and uh hopefully we'll have some great news on some large stores and large uh large growth and acquisition so wish you all the best absolutely thanks thanks for having me thanks for listening to the iSmart podcast show if you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.